Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. How is everyone? That, that, that was not a presence good. That was like, I'm waiting in line at McDonald's, but I really wanted to go somewhere else. How are you? We've been, this is number part three of the miracles in in your mouth. And today what we want to do is I want to share with you something that you already know. But God said this, today's God's word, my mouth, miracles. Everything you need is in your mouth. Now watch you, watch this. When you see this, people go, oh, we're going to learn something new. What happened was this. Now watch this. You are a byproduct or you are the product of this. You're a product of God's word, you speaking miracle. The way you entered into the kingdom of God, the way you were born again, you heard the word. The word is the gospel, the good news. You heard the gospel, your heart responded with faith, your mouth came into agreement, You spoke, you said, Jesus, you are the Son of God. You did die for me, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior. All words, and the moment those words left your mouth, a miracle happened, you were born again. This was the miracle. You now are a person that has never sinned. You're quiet again. See what we are don't see what happens is this is if we don't understand the first steps into the kingdom of God we struggle with the rest. A lot of people say but Ted I'm not spiritual. You cannot be born again and not be spiritual. You cannot be born again and not be supernatural. So see what happened was this is this process the way this is God's law this is how God works is God's word comes into my heart. Now, watch, I want you to understand something because you're clever, right? You came to Sunday morning. You're clever. You're clever. I need, you need to say you're clever because that's how you open your heart. See, if you say yourself dumb, every word that comes into you bounces off you. It's like somebody saying, I'm poor. If somebody gives you money, you knock it back. <laughs> You really need prayer for that. Now watch this. When you hear the gospel, God's word always contains God's faith to perform it. God's word contains faith to perform it. So what you get, um, this is not in your notes, but I want you to let this sink into your heart. The book of Romans 10, 17 says, says, faith comes by hearing It's from the ears. It's hearing. Faith comes by hearing. So the word of God that you hear has the faith to make it come into your reality. So whatever word you hear, it comes with faith. See, faith doesn't follow the word. Faith is in the word. You don't get the word and then try to get the faith. See, what we've done, religion says, here's a promise. How will you get faith to get the promise? 
wrong way around. The Bible says if you heard the promise, there's faith in the promise. That's why people don't like reading the Word of God. They go, I'm tired of reading the Word of God. Because you don't think you can get faith by reading. Come on. Smile at me. What you're hearing today is how the kingdom of God works and how the universe works. See, if you, if you look at what we did in part one and part two, God is a spirit. Now watch this. In John 4, 24, God is spirit. And, he, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. Now watch this. That if you're not spirit, you are mouthing words to God, not worship. The only way God can be worshipped is by spirit. So God says, I am spirit. Now watch this. Is when God created man, he became a talking spirit. In other words, he got the spirit language. Your mother language is spirit, not English, Chinese, Malaysian, Singaporean, Croatian, Tasmanian, New South Wales moon, whatever. See, your first language is spirit. That means that you are designed to hear spirit. You're designed for it. You don't have to ask the gift. God, we spend so much time, oh, I can't hear God. The reason we don't hear God is because we're listening with our natural mind instead of our spirit. So watch this. So he says, worship spirit. They must worship him in spirit and in? Let me just show you this thing. Do you realize you can be in spirit and not tell the truth? How many times do you hear born again believers contradict the word I, I, no, I don't want anybody to put your hand up I've, I, I've done it so many times oh God I am a failure I am spirit but I'm not telling the truth I don't feel forgiven I am not telling the truth I don't think I will make it out of this problem. I am not telling the truth. The Bible says you can be spirit and not tell the truth. But miracles happen when the spirit tells the truth and the truth is the word of God. Come on. So what we do is we can be spirit, but our language is not the language of the spirit. So God says, I am seeking for somebody to tell me the truth. You know what God loves? Is when you go like this, God, I thank you that I'm totally forgiven. God says, I love that. When you say, I am strong, God says, I love that. See, God loves truth. And see, what we've done is we, we are born again, but we're not telling the truth. So he says this way, God is spirit. You are a spirit. You don't have to try That is why every one of you is hungry for the supernatural. No one goes to pay $20 to sit in gold class and, and to, have, to see a boring life. I remember seeing this movie. I don't know what it was called. It had, had, had no theme. It was just this little kid doing stupid things. I mean, I mean I'm looking at it. It was, it was a diary of a stupid kid. And I'm going... I'm, I'm, 
No one, it, it, it never won any awards. The reason being is you are attracted to victory. You are attracted to goodness. You are attracted to being the top and not the bottom. You are attracted to health, not sickness. So he says, you're, you're a spirit, right? Now listen to this. In John 6, 23, the spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you, they are full of spirit and life. The New Living Translation puts it this way. Look at this. The spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. And every word and every words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Watch this. Spirit and life. So therefore it means when the word spirit is accepted, it gives you life. So every word that comes from God because God is spirit has life in it. Wow. Every word. Now, I want you to notice something. I just want to say to you something about the power of words. Do you realize that your words don't increase or decrease when you say, now I'm going to pray? Sometimes what we do is we have this normal kind of language, and then we get into our prayer language. Come on. We think that all of a sudden we elevate words when we say, now we're going to pray. Do you realize what prayer is? Is the focus on one thing. But words, outside of when you think you're praying, and when you are praying, have the same intensity. So whether you pray something or say something, it still has the same effect. Huh? We, we, okay, come on, because we, we, we've all learned how to pray. None of us pray like this, dear Jesus, please make me feel weak. Please, Jesus, I'm sick and tired of having strength. I, I want to wake out of bed, and I want my bones to crack. Oh, 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 God, you know what? When I bend down, I don't feel arthritis. God, you know what? It would be really good. I want to feel some arthritis in here. Come on. Come. Oh, 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 dear God, please, please, I want you to stop my finances. I am so tired of paying my bills on time. I am so tired of eating what I want. I am so, so tired buying what I want. God, I want to know what it feels like to have lack. You don't pray like that, right? But you talk like that. Excuse me. The moment you get a pain, what do you say? Oh, no. Watch this. Because you are spirit, you don't get to choose what words matter and what words don't. Everything that comes out of your mouth has life in it or death in it. <laughs> So in the spirit, there is no such thing as jesting. I didn't mean it. Try, try that. If there's a, uh, you know what? I, I just got caught speeding. And you know what I realized? It's not a reason. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Uh, if I ring him up and I go, hey, hey, it's Pastor Ted here. Hey, you, you, you know. I'm really, really, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to speed. They go, that's fine, pastor. Um, it's going to cost you, and da, 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 da. I won't tell you how much it was. But see, what we've done 
is because we don't understand we're spirit. We are in a spiritual atmosphere that is activated by words, and we are caught because we are so blasé. I don't feel I love you anymore in a relationship. Come on. I don't feel loved. <laughs> just, 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 just work here. Is every word either has life or death, you choose by what you put into the word. Now, you, you with me? Now watch this. And God speaks to you, to your spirit. Look at Romans 8, verses 16. The Spirit himself testifies to our spirit that we are children of God. Now, this, now, we're talking to somebody that's born again, that's got a resurrected brand new spirit. So God says, now, I am bypassing what you've learned. I'm speaking directly to your spirit because your spirit can comprehend it just like that. So when God speaks to you, see, in worship, God's talking to your spirit. Your body's saying, I'm tired, I wish you'd sit down. So what we have this, what we have here, is this. It says, the Spirit himself testifies to our spirit that we are the children of God. So your spirit knows it. But what, what happens in the meantime is we got this gap called transformation where God says, now I want what you heard in your spirit to be voiced out into your soul. So he speaks to your spirit. Let the poor say, I am rich. Let the weak say, I am strong. He speaks it to your spirit. Now you get to your soul and you take what was spoken in the spirit is what I heard in my spirit. I believe in my heart and I speak with my mouth. Everything you need has been downloaded into your spirit. Now, just, just watch this. Let me just show you how God designed words to work. Isaiah 55. I want to read it first, read it to you out of the message translation. It says this. I don't think the way you think. Just, just stop there for a moment. So God says, I don't need your thinking to make you successful. I don't need your education. He goes, I don't think like you. That is the Bible says, do not sit in the seat of the scornful and do not take, wise, do not take counsel from the unwise. Because God says this, the way that I work is different in the kingdom than what you're used to. So therefore, you're going to have to do something different. So Ming tells you, first thing he says, you're going to have to change your thinking. The way you work isn't the way I work. God's decree. When God says this, this is a rule, it, it cannot be changed. For as the sky soars from the earth... So are the ways I work surpasses your work. I want you to notice something. He's talking about two things. He's talking about the earth, and he's talking about heaven. Now, just, just to give you this, I won't, I won't preach on it now, but I'll tell you in advance what you'll hear one day. When Satan, he was in heaven, 
when God, when he sinned, God threw him down to the earth. Isn't it interesting? When God commanded, when he said to the snake, you will eat the dust of the, of the ground. Do you realize what he was saying there? People think he's talking about dust. He goes, the way you used to think is up here, but because you've sinned, you have been demoted, you're going to ease dust talk. And most of us are here, we have a problem, is because we, we have got a diet of dust instead of the diet of heaven. It's a dust diet. What he was saying to the snake, we, we, he's not talking about this earth. What he's saying this, you were once fed in the presence of God. You once ate my presence. You ate my thoughts. You ate my worship. But now, because you have sinned, your diet is going to be the lowest. You went from the highest to the lowest. Listen to your pastor this morning. You need to have a diet of heaven words, not dust words. What's a dust word? I'm trying so hard. I'll never be good enough. I am always sick. I am always broke. I have always had this problem. Come on, agree with me. Make, make me feel good today. I, 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 could be, I could have an inferior complex. No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't. But see, what with it, we have been fed on a diet of dust, and God comes here and says, I'm giving you meat. We're not dust eaters. Come on. Low blows. I don't feel forgiven. Just, just watch this. I don't feel forgiven. Do you realize what you're saying? God, you didn't do a great job on the cross. I'm so sorry, but it doesn't work. Uh, people go, but I didn't say that, Fabicelli. No, no, you didn't say that, but that was what was in your words. When you say, I don't feel forgiven after you've accepted Christ, it's either he didn't do a good enough job or you didn't believe, one or the other. You with me? See, what, what happens is this, is when you know the word, you get lifted up to another realm. You stop saying things. And he says, Satan's language is dust language. It's the language of the earth. It means the sweat of your brow. You, you, is it, you know what? Watch this. The dust of the earth. He said to Adam, right? Because you sinned, the earth will fight you. The earth will produce thorns. So guess what? Dust language fights you. You want love, but you get the opposite. You want health, but you get sickness. You want wealth, but you get poverty. And then instead of getting flowers that you pick, you pick up and you get thorns. So the language of the earth is to keep you in the dust. That is why in, when you read the word of God, now think with me in a new language, is that God's always talking about think from above. Ooh, okay. You good? I'm, I'm trying to preach for only 30 minutes. And it's not working. We're going to have a go at it today, right? For the sky soars high above the earth, and the way I work surpasses the way you work. And the way I think is beyond the way you think. Now, just stop there, right? The only way you can know how God thinks is to be born again. Supernatural. 
just as the rain and the snow descend from the skies and don't go back until I've watered the earth. Now watch this. Now just get into the language of this. He's saying the rain comes from down, from above, comes down, and it doesn't go back until it has accomplished what it was designed for. Okay? Doing the work of making things grow and blossom. So, so stop there right there. Everything that comes from heaven is designed for you to grow and to blossom. Never to decrease but to increase. Excuse me? So when people say, oh, you know, God took this away from me. God, no, God doesn't do that. God says everything that comes from above makes things to grow and to blossom. Producing seed for the farmers and food for the hungry. Listen to this now. So will the words that come out of my mouth not come back to me empty-handed. They will do the work I send them to do. They'll complete the assignment that they have been given or I have given them. So watch this now. Every word that you speak that leaves your mouth will not come back to you until it has fulfilled what you've said. We could just finish here. So when you say, I'm not feeling great today, so the word goes out of your mouth and it has an assignment. And so what does it do? It goes into the atmosphere, talks to people, talks to the traffic, talks to everybody, and goes, today we need to make this guy feel bad. You're all looking at me like... Watch this now. See... We've got to be like, what was it, Spider-Man? With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> I only understood that when I read the Bible. So God says you're a spirit, but being a spirit means you, be, you have the responsibility of being a spirit. And a spirit speaks spirit. So God says this. Now, let, let, let me give it to you in another translation. So, out of the voice translation. So it is when I decree something, my word will go out and not return to me empty. But it will do what I wanted. It will accomplish what I have determined. Now watch this. So therefore it means, now watch very carefully. Whether you mean it or not, your words are designed to have not to return to you unless they accomplish something. So therefore, it means this. Once the word goes out, it's out. That is why, see, you can see it in the positive. When Jesus said, it is finished 2,000 years ago, that word is still alive today. Jesus forgave me 2,000 years ago. Even further, he says, before the foundation of the world, the lamb was crucified. So God said, I sent my word that said, Ted, you are forgiven. I said it before I created you. It's still in the atmosphere. It's still in the atmosphere. So God says this. I have created you in an environment that is voice activated. So everything in the environment you are in is voice activated. Everything. So God goes up like this and he goes, now, when you speak, because you are spirit, the word that you send 
will not come back to you until it is finished. So watch, watch this. So you get up in the morning. And you go, I'm feeling terrible. I don't feel good. Everybody else is getting the flu. Oh, I feel really, really bad. You'll send the word out. When does the word come back to you? When at the end of the day, during, the, during at work, you're feeling sick. You ring up your supervisor and says, please, can I go home? I don't feel well. He sends you home. Guess what? When you go home from your work, your word's coming with you. And he says, I've done my job. <laughs> it works in the positive. I saw Sylvain. And so, so did a lot of other guys. But I did something that the other guys didn't do. They were really trying hard to, be, to impress her. I didn't do that. I spoke. I said, God, I bags her. <laughs> I said, God, from now on, anybody that looks at her, they will... Your angels will slap on the back of the head. I just said, God, whatever you got to do, right? I send the word out. And then at 2.30 in 1983 in Richmond, the word came back to me. She said, I do. Come on, how good is that? Come on. But, but think about this. I send the word out. But it came back to me. Let me give you another word that happened. I remember with Sul and I just got married, and I'm, I'm reading, uh, what's his name, this book on healing, on healing evangelists. And, uh, and it, was, it was absolutely amazing. At the end of the book, it had this, if you want to give into my ministry, give. So what I did, as soon as I finished the book, I went to the bank and we deposited it. Back then, it was $250. It was, the, it, it was huge. I just about emptied our bank account. This is back in 1983. And I remember that one day I'm, sit, I'm standing. My first large crusade was 60,000 people. I, it, I didn't go up by increments. It just went up. And I'm standing there, there's people everywhere, and I have this thought, how did I get here? I send the word out via, God said, I want you to give to this ministry that heals people. And guess what? I send the word out, and he comes back, and I'm standing here. I've had ministers take to me, Ted, can you give us step by step, how did you get here? I tell you what got here, it was my word. It was a seed. So what, so what we have here is that God is saying this. Every, when I give you my word, so guess what? This works two ways. So if I agree with God's word, it will, it will not come back until it's fulfilled it. So if I agree with God that I am healed, the word will not come back until I'm healed. If I agree with the word of God that I have favor, it will not come back to God saying I didn't accomplish it. So everything that I agree with, it comes back to me because God says this, Ted, if you agree with the word, this is what the word is going to do and it will not return. Sometimes we fight the word and the time that it should take takes longer is because we are frustrating the word. You good? Now, watch this, watch this. So what happens is this, is now God is showing you how you work. 
Whether you know, do you realize that whether you know it or not, laws work? I, re, I never understood the law of gravity, but jumping off a high fence, I learned the law. How many of you have ever been booked in a place where you thought it was legal to park, but it wasn't? But the law says you shouldn't park here. Just because you don't know the law doesn't make you exempt from it. And God created us to work by words. Not by feelings. Not by the economy. Not by your education. Not by your family name. But by words. So God is saying here, watch this. That every word that comes out of my mouth is to benefit you and take you from slower level to a higher level. So every word that God has spoken is not to demote you, it's to promote you. So God says this, I'm not going to leave it to you to speak the words, I'll give you the language. I want you to notice something here. Let's go back to Genesis chapter 1. When God created Adam, he didn't go to school. He was, born, he was born with a language. He was born with preset words, preset thinking. That is why when God brought the animals to him, he didn't have to pray. Why? Because he was preset. So God says, when I created you, Adam, I created you to communicate. So for us to communicate, I have to give you the language that I understand and the language that you understand. So therefore, we can communicate. So you were born, Adam was born with a preset vocabulary. When you were born again, you were, you were born again with a preset vocabulary. The Word of God. Watch this. The, the Word of God says in Jeremiah, that he's written the Word on our... Guess what? When I read this, I am reading what God's written on my heart. Self-discovery is Word discovery. So when I read the Word, I'm discovering what God has written. Now watch this. Look at Psalm 41, 141, verse 3. Set a guard, O Lord, over the mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. This guy was amazing. He says, God, I realized something. Stuff is coming out of my mouth that I don't want. So what's his prayer? And he says this, the door is your lips. He goes, don't let these words go out. Watch, now, I want you to write this down. Meditate on this. Never speak a word that God has not spoken. Never. That is why, you know, we mentioned last time, the spirit behind most media is to tell you how to respond. So you see somebody have a bad day, they hit a wall, so we get people hitting walls. So watch this. You know what he's saying? He says, God, don't let 
any word out of my mouth that you have spoken. So the, what we did last week as well is that are you speaking what is spoken or are you making stuff up as you go? Who is giving you the words to speak? Who gives you the words when you say, I am a failure? Where did that come from? Where does it come from, I'll never get a promotion? Where does the word say, I can't afford that? Where does the word come from, I will never achieve that? Now watch this, it gets better. Oh, I need to get, I am five minutes over. But you really love me and you're going to be okay. Yeah, okay, I'm going to be really quick now. You ready? Just going to be really quick. Look at John 12, 49. Now, Jesus is now talking, and he's saying how he's working, and that's how we work. For I did not speak on my own, but the Father who sent me commanded me to say all that I have spoken. Look, at the Aramaic says this. For I have not spoken of myself. The Father who sent me, he gave me commandments. Now watch, understand something. When you open your mouth, the same word for mouth in the Aramaic and in the Hebrew is the same root word for command. So the mouth was created to command. Not give an opinion. We have disguised a command in an opinion. Oh, that was only my opinion. No, that was a command. See, you commanded the circumstance to make you feel bad, to make you do this. Okay. I love the message Bible in this, right? It says this. I am not making any of this up on my own. So now watch this. God's word is always to elevate, never de-escalate. God's word is to prosper, not take away. God's word is to increase and not decrease. So what, was God, what's, what Jesus is saying, you're seeing all these miracles. How do you think these miracles happened? Did I make him up? He goes, no, I was commanded to speak miracles. So guess what your job is? Your job is to command miracles. That means every word that you speak is a miracle word. It gets better, it gets better, it gets better. Watch this. Look at Jeremiah 1.9. The eternal one reached out and touched my mouth. And he gave me his divine message the eternal one look i have placed my words in you you will know what to say now for you will obey my voice so think about this do you realize that god is commanding you to be successful god is commanding you to be healthy God is commanding you to have great relationships. Look what he says, right? From now on, you will know what to say. You know what God is saying? I have given you the words for success. I have given you words for healing. You don't need to make them up. Oh God, I don't know what to do. Do the word. 
See, what we've done is we're spending time and energy trying to, what kind of prayer should I pray? God says this, I have given you the word. I have told you what to say. So you know, guess, guess what? God gives you the desire and he gives you the power. And he says, what I have spoken in your spirit, I want it to be your reality. Proverbs 18.21 Words have power in the matters of life and death and those who love them will savor their fruit. Words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. That, That scares me, okay? The reason... This scares me. Used to scare me, not now. I'm, I, I'm now understanding those that love it. What scares me before was, see, I always thought that bad things happen because, oh, you know what, I, I'm just unlucky, I'm this, I'm that. Look, stuff sometimes happens. But I don't add to it by helping it. It works in the natural. I used to do this. Every car that I bought, I would go, oh, it'll probably break down, break down, break down. Let, let me give you one illustration of how powerful this is. I bought Silva a BMW, and um, it, great. And I, I was loving it. Silva was loving it. Of course, she was loving it. It was a nice car. <laughs> and somebody came up to me and goes, you wait. You wait. That's going to break down, and it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. But what I, re- I remember something went deep into my spirit. I didn't know what to do, so I just left it. Guess what? That car burned down. It was having problem after problem. Till that point, nothing was wrong. After that point, little things start going wrong. My son takes it out to Yarraville, and it, it catches on fire by itself. People go, oh, that's a coincidence. But what changed that coincidence, because when that word was said, something went into my spirit and I started thinking about it. And then I started to do preventative measures so it wouldn't happen. I acted on that word. You, you okay? That's, all of a sudden, it wakes you up. Church, uh, today's a wake-up call. Today's a wake-up call. What do you, what's the first thing you say when you get up in the morning? Oh no, another morning. <laughs> or you turn around, <gasps> you, you didn't go more beautiful, you went the other side, honey. You go, oh no, I got to go to work. Oh no, my boss. Oh no, the traffic. Oh. I'm, having, I'm actually having a ball. The reason I'm, the reason I'm laughing because I've gone through what you've gone through. <laughs> I've gone through and all of a sudden, I'm just realizing it was this. The peace of God that came over me says, Ted, what do you want? You are living on the word that you have spoken. Write that down. I am living on the word that I have spoken. When I realize that my words have life, I now watch what I say. I no longer worship like I worship. I no longer think like I think. Because all of a sudden, I want what God says I can have.
And, and today can be brand new. You know, you know, right now, right now, you can start to speak. Isn't it amazing? The psalmist said, psalmist was on his deathbed. David was on his deathbed. And you know what? And what did he say? I will live and I will not die and I will declare his glory to my generation. Think about it. He got that. But do you know where he started with David? He looks at Goliath and before he goes to fight him and he says, I will Remove your head. I will do this. And I will disarm all the Philistines. And I will be conquering. And when he spoke it, he went into action. What we do, we go into action and then we speak. We go to work in the middle of the day, we speak it. Job said this, have you commanded your morning? Job 28, sorry, Job 22 verse 8. Have you, have you commanded your morning? When you get up tomorrow morning, what do you want from Monday? Oh, I want more traffic. I'd love another speeding ticket. I want a parking ticket. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a flat tire. Hey, I wouldn't mind being told off today. I, I, I wouldn't mind, you know. Isn't that interesting now? I'll close, right? Have you ever gone past somebody washing their car? And they're polishing and they go, gee, I love your car. You are so good to me. You drive me and my family around. You've got a great heater. Oh, your air conditioning is so cold. I love you. And you know what? You don't drink too much, but you go like, wow. And, and you're amazing. And oh, just, I just really love you. You go past and go, what's wrong with this guy? Right, you go to somebody and he's hosing his car down. He goes, I hate this car. He, oh man, it cost me an arm and a leg. It's always breaking down. I wish I never bought you. You go, yeah, I understand. You've got to start speaking to yourself, church. Speak to yourself like Jesus speaks to you. Jesus goes, you are the righteousness of God. You know the first things I say every single morning when I get up? Before I say, before I wake Sylvie up, because why get up alone? Is that God, I thank you that you love me. My first thing is I brag on how much I am loved by God. That sets my whole day. So what we're going to do now, is we're just going to release you. God spoke to me a couple of things, and this is what I got up this morning. Just to let you know, I was up at 4 o'clock this morning praying for you. Come on, go, come on. Come on, give me some love. Give me, yeah. it was, actually, I was just so excited about what I was going to preach, I couldn't actually sleep, so that's why I got up. I wish it was the other way. Now, watch this. God, God told me to tell you this this morning. I'm giving you permission to speak to your mountain and to your Goliath. Now watch this. God has given you faith 
Now he calls it your faith. Listen to me carefully. Two things. God says, I'm giving you permission to speak to your mountain, whether it's a mountain of death, whether it's a mountain of sickness, whether it's a mountain of you got no friends, whatever your mountain is, says God, I am giving you permission to use my word against it. Second, he's saying this, I've given you faith, but now I'm calling it your faith. Watch this now carefully. That God, so many times in the scripture says, you know, it goes, when somebody gets healed, he says, your faith has healed you. I looked at that this morning. He says, God, what does that mean? He says, Ted, I have given you the gift of faith, but now I'm calling it your faith. That means you get to exercise it. It's no longer with me, it's with you. So as a church, God has given us permission to talk to our mountains. And God is saying that the gift of God that I called faith, I gave you. I am calling it your faith. Now exercise it. Why don't you stand with me? Why don't you just lift up your hands? Father, I just release your word onto this people right now, onto our church, onto Faith Life Church. I release it into our families. As for me, and my household, we will have the blessing of God in our lives. I will prosper. I will live and I will not die. I will increase and not decrease. I will be prospered coming into the city and going out of the city. I will be prospered when I'm sitting down or when I am up. My finances will increase and not decrease. The health in my body will be stronger, not weaker. Everything in my life is being reversed to the God kind of life, not the Satan kind of life. I am no longer the bottom. I am the top. I am not the tail. I am the head. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am loved. I am favored. I am forgiven. I am blessed. I am healed. I am delivered. I am prospered. I am good. I am kind. I am a giver. I am an encourager. I am a helper. I will increase and not decrease. My marriage will increase and not decrease. My relationships will increase and not decrease. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray by the Holy Spirit that all of a sudden the wakening up of the Holy Spirit, that we will speak life instead of death. Father, we will sing life instead of death. Father, we will encourage life instead of death. Father, from this moment on, I refuse to eat dust. Today is the last day that I have eaten dust. Amen.